0: Welcome to Profiling Criminal Minds. I'm Dan. And I'm Dr. Redmond. And we are back for the back half of season 16, (laughs) Uh, which I'm pretty excited about for, I think, obvious reasons. (laughs) Oh, Uh, yes. uh, Let's get right into it right away. You may have heard our little recap and our talk about the season yesterday. Uh, Turns out we didn't have to worry. Everybody's fine. (laughs) <laughs> to an extent that it is completely impossible to believe.
1: <laughs> well, I, okay. Here's what happened to me when I saw that, right? Yeah. Because you remember what we saw at the end. of Oh, I went five. and I checked
0: to make sure I hadn't been seeing things when I rewatched it the other day. And I hadn't been.
1: No, no, no. There, there, there's no way no. Luke survived that.
0: They are, well, I don't, honestly, it looked like there was no way either of them survived. <laughs> That's exactly it. Cause I double checked as well, right? Yeah. No, they were both inside the container when that, when that, but the, to be fair, and this is maybe how they'll cheat this. Who can say? To be fair, all we know is that they were both still inside the container when their cameras went off. But maybe yes. their cameras going off was a completely coincidental thing that had nothing to do with the explosion that happened 10 seconds later, according to this. Well,
1: maybe, yes. Well, no, what has happening, what they said, and I I, I just sat there and said, well, I'll buy that. Yeah, That's okay. No, we're just, I'll buy you know it. What? I'll buy it. I'll buy it. It's a cliffhanger no,
0: what, and they're cheating their way out of the cliffhanger. We're well, not, not going to be Annie Wilkeses <laughs> and complain about this.
1: No, because what they said was that they were they they were basically notified he probably put in a, a signal jammer so that's how you would go and that's how the cameras went oh, yeah. out but he called them like he called before to warn them yeah that that beep 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 was the sort of a call and a warning well no you so actually if you watch
0: uh, and this is where they they cheat a little because if you watch the yeah. episode there is a phone calling to activate the bomb but yes. then jj says he called twice to make sure we had time to get out. And I guess that's what we didn't see. We didn't see yes. that second call that happened after their cameras went out. So, yeah. Yes. Is it a complete cheat? Not uh, completely, because we didn't actually see the explosion last time. No. And that's what keeps it fr- I mean, they're basically cheating, but it's not really a cheat because we never actually saw the explosion. So, there yes. you go. This is,
1: this is why... Yeah. Is this why I'm going, okay, I'll give it to them. Yeah, we're letting them have it. Because it does go to the psychology of our unsub.
0: Oh, absolutely. It 100%. goes to the psychology yeah, of our he, unsub. He's not an idiot. We, he knows yeah. what happens if you come after FBI agents. Uh, yeah. What happens is the BAU will just murder you in cold blood. Think about it. What happened when Jason Gideon got killed? David Rossi murdered that guy in cold blood. Yep. What happened when uh, um, when Aaron uh, Strauss got murdered? David Rossi killed that guy <laughs> in cold blood. Cold blood. What happened when Mr. Scratch attacked a bunch of people? Uh, Luke, let that guy die. Like, that's just what they do. You come after the BAU and they will kill you. <laughs> that's all there is to it. It's just a fact. And they won't be shy about the fact that it is a murder, you know? So there you go. Uh, And they always get away with it. And this guy, as we learn, has been reading David Rossi's books. So he knows, uh, he knows exactly what he's getting into. I thought that was a nice touch, but we'll get there when we get there.
1: Yes. Uh, No, I mean, it was, it was okay. I'm glad. However, I was right in the one thing. What's that? That definitely Jay, uh, what's his name
0: who john's john i mean josh stewart
1: josh stewart yes well thank you will did take her calling him yeah even though he didn't answer yeah took it as her trying to to tell i know wasn't that nice and that was nice he accepted that that was a step forward yep Okay, so. um, No, that
0: was very good. And again, they have the best relationship in the history of television.
1: Yes, and she is, I was right. She is now going to start rethinking just how dangerous this job really is. And she's going to have to take some time off to think about that.
0: And given that uh, that. now, does that mean she won't be in the recently announced season 17? Oh, I wouldn't go that far. I think so. Oh, no, no. I think there's a good chance she'll be back next year, but season's not over. So we'll talk about that when we get there.
1: Well, we don't, we don't absolutely (laughs) know. We have no
0: idea. We have no idea what's happening in the rest of the season. And personally, I can't wait to find out. Uh, all right, so there's an explosion, but everyone's fine. That's the key piece of information. Uh, oh, so yes. then they're headed out. Uh, David and Emily and Tara are all headed out to get on the new plane. That's right. They got a new plane. They don't... Hey, <laughs> I don't mean, wait. All of these budget complaints. All of this, spending half a season, talking about their budget situation. And suddenly they've got a new plane.
1: Well it's I don't know that it's a new plane it's but they have plan.
0: access. Come on. You know what the implication is. We're not talking about who factually owns the plane. We're talking about the implication of seeing yes. them in that plane and I think it's clear what the implication is that that's the new BAU plane. And um well, yes, because they're gonna to have to be flying to Seattle. Exactly. They're gonna be flying to Seattle soon enough. So they needed yes. access to that and God forbid these people fly commercial. <laughs> <laughs> like the rest of us plebs. Have to do. Yeah. I'm
1: sure that the FBI plane doesn't get stuck in snowstorms, but that's a
0: <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. That's
1: a whole other conversation. I mean, I did love this episode, so it's okay, but it was and then then she walks in and she says wheels up and I'm just <laughs> I grit.
0: I know. I gritted my teeth. I know. You know my feelings about their misuse of the term wheels up. But it has long since stopped being how Hotch used it a factual piece of information and has started being a catchphrase. And it's yes. like, do, do you not concern, are you not concerned as a human being, Emily Prentice, that you, Emily Prentice, the human being, has a catchphrase? <laughs> feel like human beings probably shouldn't <laughs> have catchphrases
1: <laughs> i'm sure that people who have listened to us figure we'd we've, we've both got catchphrases <laughs> it would shock my...
0: me if it turned out we had catchphrases that we yes. weren't aware of no you're you are right to say that but yeah the, in
1: this case i'm just going oh come oh, on particularly particularly since i did talk i was i was so happy to see thomas gibson and I'm sure we will not see him
0: anytime soon. yes.
1: Uh, well, no, no, he's not going to be on the on the episode, but yeah um,
0: well, nice to see him on the uh, the video preview on
1: the splash. yeah. On the splash, the Disney splash, that is going to disappear, yeah. I'm
0: sure, soon. Well, soon enough. Because I mean yes. you know, like they're gonna be they're gonna start marketing the the new season. Now that Criminal Minds evolution is a thing, or if I mean who knows, maybe they're calling season seventeen something else. But now that Criminal Minds is back, obviously all promotion is gonna go to the new series, not the legacy series. I that, think that's just common sense, so we can expect that to be a thing from now on and you know what it's not like i'm against that that makes perfect sense like you you promote the show you're currently making not the show that you used to make all right so then uh they get on a plane and uh it's it's weird and this is something i called out in my little review thing like you want to have this grr moment where they're all morose and sitting on the plane and worried about their friends and i'm like yeah, you got phones on that plane. You got computers on that plane. And you've already established that J.J. and Luke are still alive. Like, you could be talking to them and supervising, like, <laughs> the search there right now. Like, <laughs> like well, you don't no, have to okay. just sit there looking morose, guys.
1: You know, <laughs> like I st- <laughs> that, was, that was the whole point. I mean, we saw J.J. moving. Yeah. Okay, so even, even given... Right, that it would take that JJ's sort of screen thing isn't
0: working. Although, oh no, yeah, no, they right. turn it back Canela on. They can't God. get Luke's back on, but they turn hers back on. And yes. then, and so then Canela she goes and rolls that. over Luke, and Luke's fine. And then the ambulances are there. So yeah, like by the time they get on the plane, they know everybody's fine. Is my point? Yes.
1: No, yes, and and but I thought that what are you? Yeah, you know I you're know. not rushing to see if they're alive, you're not even rushing to see if they're okay because the people from the ambulance would have
0: told them. I they know. would
1: have phoned. It, that's has to be what happened. This is my
0: point. Yes. But yeah, yes. They, so they're all so I found it a little weird that they're all sitting on the plane upset and worried about their friends rather than talking to their friends, which they can obviously do cuz everyone has cell phones and you all have computers. And no, oh, don't, di- oh, oh wait, well, well they established that the cell phone tower in the area was destroyed, right, uh, because of the explosion, and that's what caused the disconnection. Yeah, but then you, Penelope, reconnected them all using satellites, so don't tell me you can't keep doing that. But this is such a minor <laughs> point, let's move on. <laughs> well, uh, we have to
1: complain about something, yeah. don't we?
0: Oh, yeah, because yeah. You know, the vast majority of this episode is so much fun and so high quality. Yes, oh. I am. Uh...
1: I was I thrilled. Been reading, yes, as I would say, been reading the right books, have (laughs) we? Finally!
0: I I know, right? Uh, But yes, so we cut over to uh, Voight, our mastermind, who is talking to his wife, well, leaving a message for his wife on the phone saying that he's going to be a couple more days and there's something he's got to do first. And then he takes out his... uh, uh, takes out his... Phone, well, not his phone, his tablet, and he plots out a driving course to Falls River or Falls Church or something like that. Like yeah. so, someplace in North Carolina. And you're like, okay, there's something he's got to settle in North Carolina. This should be entertaining. Spoiler alert, it turns out to be very entertaining. Uh, it and does. so, yeah, it turns out that I was 100% right. His original plan was to put uh, the senator's son. In the container and blow it up and frame him for being sicarius. sicarious. Sicarius. So, yeah, I was 100% right about that. That was absolutely his plan. Uh, yes, you
1: were. I, I was. I admit that. You okay. were right.
0: And then so he, he does, must have. Yeah.
1: He must have some way to get access to this man's money.
0: Oh, I'm sure, right? Like yes. he's got to. Uh, because he or,
1: told his wife that there's going to be, a, be big a big Christmas exactly bonus. That.
0: That's what I was thinking too. Thank you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I heard that line. I'm like, Well, did the guy, like, did he help that guy hide the money and now he's the only one who knows how to get it? Is this a Vincenzo situation?
1: (laughs) Yeah, and for those of you who have never, go and listen to our Vincenzo and just watch the first episode of Vincenzo. It's a South Korean drama and you'll see what we're talking about.
0: And if you watch the first episode, chances are you're not going to be able to stop watching the show. It is fantastic. Yes. Yeah, so, we're, we're big fans of Vincenzo here, and uh, it doesn't have any similarity to Criminal Minds. <laughs> no,
1: it has nothing to do with this, except this idea of somebody yeah. who yeah. has to hide money and <laughs> get somebody to help them successfully hide money.
0: Yeah, it ends up putting yes. you in a very uh, dependent position in a way that is probably not safe. And that's all uh, we'll say about that.
1: Well, and what we'll say is it's not safe in Vincenzo and it's not it's safe, safe here. here. Yeah.
0: Clearly. Oh, yeah. That, that was pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> then, uh, no. So we now we're going to get, now we know it's finally time to get his backstory. And uh, in oh. other things I was right about. Yeah, he is Moose. I was right about that. Yeah. I was 100% right when I said that he. the reason he kidnapped the dog and turned it into a killer is was because he was proving that you could do to anyone, even the cutest dog in the world, what was done to him, i.e. turned into a monster. Boom. Yes. So called that one as well. <laughs> Pretty happy about that one.
1: Yeah, except, yes, no, you. I didn't think about that. But yes, you were correct. You called that one. Yeah. In I ca- moose,
0: I call that one in so. the episode moose. Uh, so yeah, then we get our flashback to him, which Jesus. So uh, there he
1: is as a child.
0: Yeah, there he is a child running through the woods, and Cyrus Haywire from Prison Break, and uh, apparently he was on Grimm. I never watched Grimm, so I don't know.
1: Oh yes, he was. Uh, he was. He was the second lead in Grimm. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I it know was, know he was wonderful like watching him.
0: I just you gotta watch Grimm. I really should. Uh, yes. I just you've always told me it's great I just haven't gotten around to it uh, but yeah so <laughs> uh, it's a very fun thing he keeps him locked up for days and this is the key part and I think it's what we're going to be getting at uh, he keeps him locked in a closet for days with a cat a with a dead, dead cat and that is never explained in the episode. No. And I'll talk about what I think that means at the end of the episode. Yes, there are, and but there are a number of things
1: that are not explained in mm-hmm. this episode. And I'm just now willing to trust that they are going to address these issues that we have. Yeah. That we don't can't explain. Oh need no no. To be
0: explained. They have earned enough goodwill. In these past five episodes, that we can trust them, that we're not going to say, why didn't they do X? Why didn't they do Y? Give them time. If there's stuff they haven't done after episode 10, we'll complain. But for right now, yeah, I'm more than willing to give them the benefit of the doubt that this is all leading somewhere. Like, no problem at all.
1: Particularly, yeah. Well, we'll get to that because it's later. I won't go out of sequence. Because you could just talk then about the characters were getting his backstory. Yeah.
0: And this was
1: horrible.
0: Keeping him locked away yeah. like that. Yeah. Ugh.
1: Keeping him locked away. And then he talks about learned helplessness, mm-hmm. talks about how his parents, you know, parents thought that are
0: he dead. Was... Uh no,
1: no, not that his parents were dead, but that his parents thought that he was dumb.
0: Yeah. Oh, right? yes. Um, Cyrus is saying this. Yes.
1: Cyrus. Yes. I'm talking about Cyrus and he's talking and Cyrus is talking to his, your parents didn't have much use for me, and but I've read things and I've read, so he explains about learned helplessness yeah. and you can do it to dogs. So he did it to
0: Void. Void. Yeah. That is the okay. assumption we're making. As
1: a child. And mm-hmm. then he says, so are you going to behave yourself? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. And uh, then he says, yes, of course he's going to behave himself because the choice is, And this is when we find out that he's a relative. The Mm -hmm. choice is me, family, or the state.
0: Yeah. And you're better. And essentially, what are you going to... It's like, it's going to be... It's going to be bad for you going into the state. So you're going to be trapped with me, your serial killer uncle.
1: Not that he knows that, (laughs) Not that he
0: knows that yet. But... Yet. uh, mm.
1: You know, and and, um, it is uh it, it's not a it it works everything it that they do psychologically i had no complaint oh,
0: completely with. no all the stuff with him and uh cyrus is is fantastic all yes. of the scenes you completely buy it you completely understand where they're coming from and you completely understand how he turned like how it gradually turned him into this but we'll talk about more of those as we go cuz wow it gets pretty dark. It, Yeah. I mean, this is just the first part. This is of just the first segment. All so right. So he
1: is starting at some point. He's still very controlled, mm-hmm. but he is still, he is now getting these flashbacks, which means that he is under an extreme stress. Yep. We are now talking post-traumatic stress disorder on top of being a serial
0: killer. <laughs> I know, right? And this
1: is his two, this is the problem of his two lives.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? So- But it was just to see that opening, him running through the woods, and then this Mm -hmm. man just
0: hitting him. Then,
1: oh, it was just—it's
0: so hard to watch.
1: Yes, it was so hard to watch him in there get me, you know, and with a dead cat, and then just giving him food. Yep. And I, I sat there and wondered, well, did they ever let him out for bathroom breaks?
0: Good question. Good question. Something that's not explored, but it wasn't a good way to live, so who the hell knows? Ugh.
1: Yeah.
0: And he was down there for days. So yeah. It's very upsetting. Like they've done a great job with this.
1: Which means that they are trying to set because of course he is the bad guy. He will always be the bad guy (laughs) from beginning to (laughs) end. He is gonna get caught. We know this is gonna happen. But they are setting up some sympathy for the devil. Oh yeah. OK, no, I mean, th- and this is getting into wire in the blood territory Yeah,
0: about understanding where these people come from,
1: that they are made, not born. Mm-hmm. Well, That's,
0: again, we'll talk about that at the end. of the episode. Well,
1: no, we're going to get to that at the end of the episode, yeah. because that is the that is, of course, a key issue. But at least criminal minds, the writers are setting it up.
0: That's true. we You're are watching
1: right. him being turned into a serial
0: killer. Yeah. And that is exactly right. So, So, um, uh, let's move on to the next sequence, which is they find the, the senator's son's body, uh, who they, he's done a little fake execution on, uh, sorry, fake suicide on, uh, and you, and you're like, oh, huh, uh, that, uh, that's not a convincing suicide at all, (laughs) like, you really half-assed this fake suicide there, buddy. And I mean... Yes, but... No, but I just I want to point out how insane it. Is. Like, he didn't even put him in the driver's seat of the car. I Who know. Who gets into the passenger seat of the car to kill themselves? That's ridiculous. Dude. Yes. Like, that is... I mean, I know the team is going to figure it out, but... Okay. Put in a little bit of effort.
1: Yes. I mean, particularly since, since he wants to them to think that Benjamin was Zicarious. Exactly. So, yes, he needed to be but maybe it was going to be too difficult to get Benjamin into the driver's seat.
0: Yeah, here's how you get Benjamin into the driver's seat. You give him the keys, you say, hey, uh, you're going to drive us to the new location. Benjamin gets into the driver's seat, you sit down next to him, you shoot him in the head. There. Problem solved. Like, Unless he's left-handed. If he's So if that's a problem, then you shoot him from the driver's side of the, you have him roll down the window <laughs> and you shoot him in the head there. Like, like it's not like, a problem. It yes, actually kind of makes me want to go okay. back to the previous episode and find out if he was left-handed or not.
1: <laughs> Be- oh, here, here's something else, though. What I would say, then, we could say that this is a little part of his breaking down. There you go. That he's not thinking stuff
0: through anymore. <laughs>
1: As much, because he has to go and do this one thing. We don't know what he's going to do.
0: Although, the first time you see Cyrus, you can kind of figure what he's going to do.
1: Well, I was wondering whether Cyrus was still alive.
0: I was assuming he was going back home to see him right away. Or like, to because he's closing off. Because it's very much about him closing off all of the old parts of his life and shutting down everything that connects to him. And if there's the guy who taught him about how to be a serial killer, well, that's definitely a loose end you need to tie off. So, yeah, I was not surprised that that is where the episode goes. So then we get our next flashback, which is the first time uh, we see him getting rid of a body. Uh, We see Cyrus getting rid of a body. And, uh, and I keep wanting to say, and Voight helping him out. Yes. So that's Him key.
1: explaining to Voight that lie is used for all sorts of things, but it's also good for other things.
0: <laughs> good. Yeah. It has all sorts of uses, but, uh, most importantly for helping get rid of bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Right? Just yep. super disgusting yeah. this week. You love it though. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, uh, I, I love this episode. It's um,
0: it's good. Because, yeah, and it's good because he's doing such a good job, right? Yeah. Because the guy playing Cyrus is doing like he's got this one episode to make a make a hell of an impact, and he makes a hell of an impact.
1: Yes, and the in, the interesting thing, of course, is that he was always in Voight's head. So mm-hmm. why does Voight even think that he's ever going to be ever, get
0: rid of him? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, and that's that's what's so great about their confrontation at the end of the episode, which we'll get to when we get to. We keep wanting to go there, right? Because... Well, it's such a good final scene.
1: And again, yeah, we keep talking was...
0: about how the this season fundamentally gets they know how to end episodes. Right? Finally. Like, they really have learned how to end episodes. Uh, one slightly weird problem. And I mean, then this is uh, this is kind it's- of a strange thing. Is th- we're going back to them getting real timeline issues, right? Because all- the rest of this episode, based on how long it takes um, Voight to drive there, the rest of this episode takes place over a single day, and they've like. They're they're getting DNA results on this day. They are getting people shipped from, like, one state to another in this day. A guy's getting drunk and getting into a bar fight and getting bailed out all on the same day. I'm hoping, yeah, I'm hoping it's not the same day. It absolutely is. It absolutely is the same day because the next scene, first we got Bailey saying that uh, the FBI would very much like to say the case is closed. This because, is sacarious. Benjamin
1: yeah, was yeah. saccarious.
0: Exactly. It's all over. Benjamin, the senator's son was scary. Oh, Can right. we all go home?
1: Okay. And he gives them twenty-four hours basically yes. to prove it's not scary. <laughs> exactly. Okay, you're right. That's a, to prove that Benjamin wasn't sacarious. You're right. Yeah. Yep. It's twenty-four hours. And well well, this is Whitfield County. We would have to check the mileage if we wanted to clean It's four hundred
0: miles. I checked.
1: So, so at 60 miles an hour, yeah, we're talking eight, seven, ten hours. eight hours. Well, it
0: depends how much he stopped. Yes. And I'm sure he didn't stop a lot. Yeah. So this is my point. Like, it's all set over one day. <laughs> and it's kind of preposterous. Uh, but yes, we have. Uh, we then confirm that um, Green, Tyler's uh, sister, was one of the people. And this is what I'm talking about. Instantaneous DNA results. <laughs> Yeah, well, no,
1: that was that <laughs> preposterous. is so preposterous.
0: Preposterous, uh, know, yes.
1: Because I was, I was certain that when that container was
0: blown, blown up, up and
1: there was a huge fireball and everything else, how could anything give DNA? But they found a suitcase with pictures in it.
0: Well, I think they're saying that the suitcase with pictures in it was one of the serial killer cases style suitcases.
1: Yes. Yeah, so and so
0: it's it's very resilient, I think is what they would say there.
1: Yeah. So they didn't have to get DNA results because they found pictures.
0: No, except we're full on told that they got cool, DNA. That, revo- yeah, yeah, I, know. yeah she gets, I know. She gets DNA results. Like we see her. get it. But anyway, they have the confirmation that one of the bodies in there was the sister. And again, we just have to accept that, yeah, this is getting ridiculous. Fast is how fast they're getting this stuff, but let's, let's accept it and move on. And Tyler is obviously upset about that, but you get another great little moment between the two of them because these, uh, the two of them have been like the best pair this week and they do it classily with no obvious, like no loud audio going on, like just a very nice scene. Yep. So then uh, they're heading back. They're flying back now that they know basically what's going on. And the picture they found, and this is how ridiculous things are. Uh, The picture they found, they have already uh, facial recognize Facial recognition has identified this as a woman named Maria Jones, who was killed in Falls Creek. uh, Falls Creek. The same place, Falls Creek Falls, like whatever it is, uh, the same place where Cyrus is from 20 years ago. Uh, Well, outside Raleigh, but, you know, that's where Falls Creek is. And so her boyfriend was convicted of killing her and confessed and he's on death row. And an incredible coincidence, he is on death row to be killed in two days. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, show i mean come on i mean i know we i said i give you a lot of leeway this. but come on with this. no i mean
1: okay i love this episode you have to understand i yeah. love this episode but but i mean to get this guy who's on death row into their bau office yep within seconds
0: yeah or,
1: within an it's hour. It's all the too. same day. This is my point. I know. I know. And then they do a facial recognition of these pictures that they found of this, this, this woman. guy. Yeah.
0: Oh, God. And, and then they get him
1: all in the same day. Right? They find him because, of course, yeah, Well, we'll get there
0: in a second. We'll get there She's working from home, but yeah, she can still do She still, still manages do her to thing. do everything. Yes. While working from home. <laughs> Uh, How has did not they function her without down. her? I don't I know, know. Right? She does everything while home. <laughs> while still at home. It's so bonkers. But uh the craziest part is, um Luke looks at the picture of her and looks at the picture that uh it says 143, right? A.m. Yes. And he's like, wait a minute. According to the according to the <laughs> According the, the, to the case the file, clock on the which bank. you, well no, no, but it's forty-three a.m. He's like, yes. but according to the, the police, she was murdered before midnight. And this proves that wasn't the case. And I'm like, okay, first off, A, we find out the details of the crime. Like, there were no firm details about this. Because, like, the guy who confessed didn't do it. And the police had no idea who did it until he just walked in and confessed. Yes. Right? So, don't tell me that you, like, knew exactly who did, like, the details. But B, uh, why do you think this photo was taken on the night she died? She was being Stalked. stalked. She was being stalked. He's got all these other stalker photos of all of these other people, and you have never assume, been given any reason to assume the pictures that these stalkers are taking are being taken on the night that people are abducted or killed. So why are you assuming this picture was taken that night, the same night she disappeared? And don't give me that it was one of those, um, that it was one of those cameras that we'll actually see later in the thing that were popular in the nineties where it laser etched the time and date of the photo on it. Because it's like this is your stalker photo that you're taking with a good camera for your records. It's not going to have that picture emblazoned on it. And by the way, those emblazoned dates on the photo—they're decent evidence, but they're not great evidence because like you can set the date on your camera to be whatever you want. It's not, like, you the, it's not like the camera is syncing up with uh, right—is syncing up with some kind of uh, you know uh, a master clock. That tells you exactly what time it is. So, I mean, this is but not that, that's the, a whole set of things. I just saying there is no reason on earth to assume that this photograph of her is from the night she was abducted. And well, yet they're and assuming it is.
1: Yes. They, they assume this. Oh, but you are mistaken. He did. They did bring him in because he didn't confess right away.
0: Oh, you're right. He didn't. That's okay. true. They brought him in he because he not. was the boyfriend.
1: He was the boyfriend. Yeah. And uh, and so they bring him in and he denies having anything to do with it and denies he- And had, then he suddenly and then confesses. And all of a sudden, yeah. he confesses.
0: Yeah. Even though they have no evidence, he suddenly confesses. Yes. No, you're so, absolutely right. I did forget that part.
1: And that that is key because that's how they can- So they have to find out what leverage Cyrus- We can call him Cyrus now. He's yeah, got a name. Cyrus,
0: exactly. Uncle you know, Cyrus. Uncle is who Cyrus. He was. They have to find out exactly what evidence—not evidence, but as you say, what his hold on him was. Yes. And that's going to be the key element that they have to figure out. And I got to say, uh really good part of the episode. But we'll get yeah, there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. No, I'm not, not at all. Yeah. Unhappy with a lot of. SS- but hey, figures.
0: remember how we were talking about coincidences? <laughs> Well, it turns out that Tara's girlfriend is the DA that wrongfully put this guy on death row.
1: We can't have her- Tara happy, I guess. Isn't that an amazing coincidence? So maybe her psychopathic tendencies will come out next year.
0: Okay, <laughs> if well, her no, girlfriend honestly, doesn't go back they to they her, they still her by might the get back of- together. They still might get back together. They might, uh,
1: because I think the girlfriend's being unreasonable.
0: Well, we'll talk about that when we get to those scenes. Uh, so, yes. <laughs> Uh, well, the one part she's not unreasonable about, and, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that too. There's one part she's not being unreasonable about, and there's one part she's being very unreasonable about. Yes. Uh, but yes, the, uh, uh, we cut to Tyler getting let out and finding out that he's not going to be charged with anything. And I'm like, I'll say, I'll say it one more time. What, what could he have been charged with? (laughs) The man did nothing. He did nothing questions to leave <laughs> oh I don't think that one's ever getting answered I don't think they're ever gonna well, tell us what they were threatening to charge Tyler with <laughs> no no but I'm going <laughs> yeah well,
1: well we may it may be one of those questions on our list of questions to ask
0: yeah uh I did notice something strange though right and this yes. is something I and this is something very weird that I had never really thought about or noticed before uh, okay. Yeah. No, it's just like the um uh how close their office like I don't know why. I keep forgetting <laughs> that their office is like the elevator's right there. You know, and it's it does seem like it's da- I I know it's not really dangerous to have an elevator that close, but it's I feel like shouldn't you have to use a card or something to get into the BAU offices? Because whenever people walk in and out, they just push through some glass doors and like, I know you had to do stuff to get into the building, but I also feel like their offices in particular are secure, important enough that they should have their own locks. And do you well, know why I think that? And I realized it's been bothering me for the longest time. And do you know why I thought that?
1: From back at the time when they were well, no, hostages? The no. hostage?
0: No, no, not the hostage. Oh. From the inside, Remember when the prefiler has to sneak into their offices and it's a whole elaborate thing he has to do? Yes. Yes. I realized I wasn't thinking about criminal minds. I was thinking about the inside. So yeah, I know it's weird, but that's, that's where my head was at when I was watching that scene. I'm like, should it really be that easy to get in there? And I'm like, you know what? You're overthinking this by like a lot.
1: Yes. Well, you're looking for things to,
0: be wrong. I'm not even so. <laughs> really complaining. It's just something I was thinking about because of another show. Yes. Uh, all right. So then they go to interview Silvio, the jailed boyfriend of Maria, who, uh, interestingly, knows absolutely nothing about the crime. No. Like who has has just no details whatsoever about the crime to an almost ridiculous extent. And uh, Tara's watching her i watching him being like, hmm, there's something going on here, but I don't know exactly what it is. Right. And the guy angrily responds and like, he's not, he's not willing to, he's not willing to help them at all. And he's angrily responding whenever they try to get anything out of him. He's very frustrated and he's in fact furious. And Uh he says he just wants to die and he wants this to be over. They're like, okay, we're going to dig through his cell and we are going to find out what this guy is holding all- over him since he's not willing to tell us. Which you know, yes. it, they're doing all the right moves.
1: Yes. It should take a little longer, <laughs>
0: but they're doing the right moves Because all of a sudden there are the envelopes. Oh, no, with... But first we, get, first we get JJ's call with Will. Yes. Which is very sweet. And again, the just the, the best couple, aspiration, the most aspirational couple in fiction. They hear each other, like they communi- they're they communicating well, they listen, they pay attention. Like these are, these two are great. No notes on this relationship whatsoever. Not anymore. Not anymore. Oh, there used to be, but yep, not anymore. But
1: not anymore.
0: Yeah. No, they're fantastic, now. All right. So now we <laughs> get, uh, now we, they're going through, now we get the scene where they're going through the victims from the second container and noticing that. After the first container, he, it's possible that uh, the crime his crimes are, like, much more vicious than they used to be. It seems like he's prolonging people's pain more than he used to. And that is an interesting note that we're going to have to use in our psychological profile of Sicarius. And J.J. says... Maybe this isn't his only set of containers. Maybe he just didn't have one on the West Coast and one on the East Coast. Maybe they're all over the country, which is a scary idea. Although I feel like if that were true, it's kind of a ridiculous commitment of time. Uh, Because then you're getting onto like Frank levels of it's implausible that he's killed this many people and had to keep a life going as well, you know, (laughs) because Frank never had to keep a life going. Whereas this no. guy has a whole life where he's a respected member of a community. So I think it's slightly implausible that he would have a bunch of other, uh, right. That he would have a bunch of other containers. It, it probably is just this too. Oh, and then she gets a call that she has to bail Tyler out of prison. Out of <laughs> that jail. was so
1: funny. She says, well, I've got to go bail. Mm, uh, no, deal no, with, no help I somebody. just got to go help somebody. do yeah, Just do a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, and we all know what that is. But, yeah. So he went and got drunk in the morning and got into a bar fight.
0: Yep. Because I someone... guess it
1: was very early in the morning when they let him out <laughs> yep. and um, he got into this bar fight. And, and here is
0: how fast all of this is happening. He managed to leave, get uh, really drunk, get into a bar fight. She was able to get down there and bail him out and get him back to his place. And he's still drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Timeline timelines because there's no way a bail hearing well no i mean to be fair she doesn't really bail him out i think she goes in and she throws around federal weight and she talked to the guy into okay. not pressing charges because the guy was at mad and that's atta- right because he punched the guy because the guy said he was a terrorist and i'm sure what happened is garcia went in and said oh no it He wasn't a terrorist. He was, his sister was, uh, you know, killed by a serial killer and he was just, and we got confused and he's helping us with the investigation. So there ended up not actually being any charges filed. And that's why he was able to get out right away.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, You're right. You're right. I'm just going.
0: It it, it felt weird, but they are, they did explain that one. Don't worry.
1: I did. I did. I did appreciate though that he did follow the three second warning. Yep, (laughs) before vomiting into a bucket. They they get into they get into her house and she says, "Well, I'll do work from home from now on for the rest of the day, but you have to give me a three second warning before you're (laughs) going to throw up because right." And uh, he does do that. He
0: does. He's very nice about it. Again, these two are fantastic together. They really are.
1: He get he's not drunk for long enough. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, you know. What?
1: I'm talking now that you've brought up the timeline. I'm going. Boy,
0: he got over being drunk quickly. No, but we don't know how long between those two scenes. It might be four hours between those two scenes. <laughs> you've you've only been drunk once in your life. I've been drunk more than once, but not that much. You're right. I don't okay. really know how long. Only I, I don't have once. A good Have I been that I, drunk? Yeah, probably just the one time.
1: Just the one time, and you.
0: I did not read- enjoy it.
1: <laughs> No, you went. I can't understand why anybody ever does this. That's true. Again, after the first time, I've drunk it. I've drunk it. Forty-eight since. hours I don't to get to stop it.
0: feeling drunk. It's true. And you're over six foot. It's true. Yeah, but I, I got real drunk though. All right. So then we get the uh, <laughs> the pivotal moment in uh, in Voight's life, which is we see the scene where Cyrus is kidnapped and assaulted Maria. Now she's chained to the floor, begging to be let uh-huh. out. And he tries to let her go. She promises mm-hmm. she won't tell anyone. He tries to let her go, and she immediately stabs him in the back, and it's a scar he has to this day. And he's rescued by Cyrus, who stabs her to death, and he says, I should have let her kill you. <laughs> and by the way, in these scenes, <sighs> they managed to make him look younger. So I don't know how they screwed it up so badly in the first episode. Well, but in because these they scenes, weren't thinking. They weren't thinking, you're right. Yeah, they, actually they weren't thinking. Actually, I don't know if they make him look 20 years younger, but he definitely looks younger in these scenes. A
1: lot younger. A lot younger, yeah. You know, because, well, it's partly the hair and partly, of course, makeup will have gotten rid of any lines, anything that would give away, you know, 20 years later.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So it was was good. Um, Oh, yeah. So... And when is he listening to Spirit in the Sky? That was earlier. That was when, that
0: was the first flashback when they were dealing with the, um, the first time he dropped, uh, a body off.
1: Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. He was listening at the back of the truck to Spirit in the Sky.
0: Yeah. A little nice touch there. I thought that was a good, uh, (laughs) I think that was a good thing to put there.
1: Well, it gives you, it, it, gives you a sense of context and time.
0: It really does. So now
1: we're talking the 70s, though.
0: Except we're not... No, no, no. It was a country... It was a country version of Spirit in the Sky. So it was... Okay,
1: wait. So it's either the Bellamy Brothers or the the Kentucky Headhunters. Yeah, so I think that's
0: early 90s more is his youth. Yeah. Is what they're going for Not
1: Norman Greenbaum.
0: No, not the original. Okay. Uh, All right. Uh, So then um, we get a scene where uh, Tara and Emily are talking about why this guy didn't right why did this guy not flip you know he's been in jail for 20 years if he didn't do it why would he stick to the lie for this long right and, and so era. yeah and as they say and as they say like he can't like visit the jail and threaten them right nope. uh, and while they're talking about getting all the stuff from his cell now Tara's girlfriend shows up to yell at her. And this is where, so, is is Tara's girlfriend overreacting? Yes. Should Tara have called her to warn her that they were grabbing the guy from a prison and flying him to Quantico? Yeah. Yes. She probably should have mentioned it beforehand. So it's like yes. she has every right to be angry, but she doesn't have a right to be pissed off that they're going to expose that she put an innocent man in prison. Yeah, like she she does have a right to that it was kept from her, like one hundred percent. But you're right that she's totally overreacting about everything else.
1: Yes, and and then but of course there's a distance in between it because right now she's just angry that they took him out yeah, and that they're looking and into Tara this And Tara didn't all. phone her, but Tara's also thinking about this and thinking about the about the guy and does mm-hmm. go in and talk to him. Yeah. That's now. That's oh, no, no, no. Uh,
0: this is the confrontation with her girlfriend is first, right? Because uh, her girlfriend is first. And in fact, again, great psychological uh, moment. It's the conversation with her girlfriend that starts her thinking down Think the it. path yes. to coming yes. up with what what is going on with the guy. And can I just say, it is amazing how much shorter her girlfriend is than she is? Yes. Because. I mean, was tall, right? And it's not just that her girlfriend is shorter than her. Her girlfriend is shorter than her, and her girlfriend is wearing four or five inch heels. I couldn't believe those <laughs> you heels. You saw the heels?
1: I couldn't believe those heels. Oh, they should
0: have shot around those heels. We should not have ever seen those heels.
1: <laughs> it was like, who can
0: stomp around in heels like that? I don't know. It's I honestly, mentioned. I feel like she's she is like some kind of an acrobat to be able to walk around in those heels.
1: Because they were stilettos. Exactly. Fine. You know, inch like, stiletto they weren't heels. Even, it, it. Yeah, I I mean, I, more than because she wore them, she was wearing them all day. Every, yeah. time, you saw her, Every time you saw her, she, she was her wearing shoes. The, whether this was yeah. a way to make her a bit taller. That is
0: why, but why choose yes. stilettos?
1: Yeah, give it, give it, give it some stock. You know,
0: yeah,
1: you know, give <laughs> you know, g- give it. It doesn't some matter wedge. if there's
0: some, you know, Come wedge off. or like really blocky things. Just cut mm-hmm. around them. Yeah, particular. The yeah. oh, well,
1: anyway, I, I won't even. We're, not gonna, of the, way, we're not gonna, the rest of the way she's dressed does not just those stiletto Three heels. inch stiletto heels. Five like, inch. Like, if dressed, they are
0: five inches if they are an inch.
1: If she, wait a sec. If she had been dressed right. In a, I don't know, Balenciaga suit. Yes. If she had been dressed in, you know, mm-hmm. like really, really high fashion. Oh, yeah. Workwear.
0: Yep. Okay. But she's wearing black jeans. I know. And she's got. She's wearing jeans. She's wearing jeans. And she's stiletto uh, heels. It's, it's crazy.
1: <laughs> I'm yeah. just going, okay. Yeah, you needed to make her taller, but wedgies would have been better. Yeah, would have made a because lot of Because it would have gone with the jeans. Mm-hmm. But nobody probably talked to Penelope about how she should be dressed.
0: <laughs> no, I think you're right. Oh, that Penelope must be Penelope knew it. how to do stilettos. Oh, absolutely. So now they go through the uh, the boxes. Oh, we find out that all of the victims <laughs> in the second container had children, and that is a big change because- The first set of victims from the first container were all just people, drug addicts, sex workers, people he could abduct without anybody noticing. The second group were all people who had families and had children, like to an extent that it couldn't happen accidentally. Yeah, that he had to specifically be looking for people with children to kill because randomness you wouldn't they wouldn't all it defies all laws of probability that they could have coincidentally all had children. So that is a thing to add to victimology and what he's into. Uh, Then we get to the going through the um, uh, going through the effects from Silvio's cell, right? And Mm -hmm. this is where we find that there's all these pictures of this guy in there. And every time written on the back is a uh, Catholic prayer of confession. Yes, for
1: things he did and didn't do. Yes, exactly.
0: (laughs) For both things he did and didn't do. In case it wasn't super clear that this is about, you know, remaining in jail forever.
1: Yeah. So, and he gets them once a year.
0: Yeah. And he gets them once a year and they're sent from all up and down the eastern seaboard. Right. And that's the key. And so this is and now this is where she goes back to talk to him. And uh she gives a wonderful speech about her and falling in love with this lady and how she never thought, you know, never saw that coming. Right. And and she understands that, yeah, he's obviously threatening your lover. And you can't admit that because you come from the world of crime. You come from, like, you and he are both gangsters. There's no planet, you know, there is no situation in which you could ever have come out. And so, obviously, he's who you cared about most of all in the world. And you were trying to protect him. Which, boom, there you go. Yep. You know, and it makes it makes perfect sense, and they they did the great job of tying in her troubles in her relationship today with figuring out the case. So, boom, yep, just really, really good. nicely done. Yep, yeah, very, very Why happy. Why I with love this, this episode? Out. It's such a good <laughs> episode. It really is. I was so happy with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such a good episode. Right, and so he has to confess that no. Uh, he, uh, right. I didn't, uh, he is threatening, but the thing is, he's still not willing to talk, right? Right. He's still not uh, willing to talk because he thinks that they can't protect his love.
1: Yeah. But he does say that he has an alibi for the night she disappeared.
0: Well, technically he, yeah, he hints at that. It's only the boyfriend who just come out, comes out and has all of the proof. Yes. Yeah. Uh, And
1: and then they asked the boyfriend, well, why didn't you come forward? He wouldn't let me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because he He was trying to protect him. And that's, you know, and again, it all tracks completely. Like the character motivation makes perfect sense. Uh, The character motivation makes perfect sense. Uh, Everything about this is like totally tracks. Loved this part of the episode. Uh, But yeah, they found uh, they find one. Unbelievably easily. He's living under a new identity and they immediately grab him up and he comes and explains the situation. And in an amazing coincidence, as this isn't coincidence, this is just good planning. He even still has the photos, the (laughs) dated photos of the time they had an alibi.
1: Yeah, well, and he would have because that was the, basically almost the one last of the time. last
0: time they got to be together because he yeah. was thrown in jail right afterwards. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's very sweet. I, I really you liked that. It, that sure. made me very happy. And yes, I yeah. I did one hundred percent believe it. So yeah, that was a that was a nice moment. But there uh, we do get a scene where Tyler and Garcia. You know, commiserate over their over all of their pain and all, all having lost people, and how finding out the answers you need and getting closure doesn't heal you; it just gives you a new way of looking at things, which, yep. by the way, is a much healthier way to think of healing. Because this show is nailing it.
1: Well, I tell you, you wouldn't know it was the same show. No, no, you wouldn't. The the whole psychology stuff. That I complained about again and again and again and again and again you and have again and again. A hundred episodes years. of us
0: complaining about it in fact.
1: Three hundred episodes of us well, no, complaining not, 100 about it. a
0: hundred episodes of our show. Three hundred episodes show, of their yes. show, yes.
1: You know, uh, and 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 they are nailing it yeah, for the moment. It. Yeah. I can't I haven't had a real complaint. Yeah, so. they
0: are demonstrating a really mature understanding of these issues. Uh and then Tyler goes to kiss her and she freaks out. Mm-hmm. Let's go for a walk. Yeah, walking is very good. Walking will help. All right. uh, So then (laughs) we cut back to uh, we cut back to Voight, who's having his uh, who is discovered. He and uh, Cyrus see that the cops have found Maria's body. That's right. He went to dispose of her like normal, but then the cops turned up, and Cyrus is like, kind of funny that the cops turned up. Just like of all times when we had just hidden a body here, what a weird coincidence! And so we're left with the question: Did Voight try to get his uncle caught? It's a real, it's a real big question that we don't actually get an answer to. But we see him that we saw that this was the last straw, and he packed up all of his stuff and went to leave. And got into a fight with his uncle, and we have a great moment <laughs> with his uncle, who he's gonna, about to kill. And he's like, no, I can't kill you. And he's like, that's right, because the sheriff knows you live here. And if I show up strangled to death, who do you think they're going to come looking for?
1: <laughs> exactly. He's like,
0: yeah. he's like, yeah, I taught you well. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good scene, although this episode is filled with good scenes, so I don't know why I'm pointing this one out.
1: Well, th- no, but this is good, you yeah. know. That instead
0: of being angry at him, he goes, "Yes, yeah, you're you've getting learned. it. You learned. You know, you get it." And in this scene, it's key. We uh, see him take the photo, the uh, the bunch of their stalker photos, including mm-hmm. the one of Maria, and put it in the same case it would later be found in. So they establish yes. why he had a photo of someone he didn't kill. So, yeah, they do establish in this scene. They completely thought that part through. So, again, uh, they're just nailing it on on all fronts.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're happy. You know, these questions questions that we used to have unanswered are now being answered, little by little. Yep. Continuity is something we like.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And so... Consistency. Yeah. Now that they've got all the evidence, Tara goes to her girlfriend to get her to get a stay of execution. And the girlfriend is concerned... Only with what effect this is going to have on her career. Because of F- course she is. She's a political animal. And this is the the one thing where I'm going to say the show is hugely unrealistic. And that is, it suggests that there would be some career problems created by her trying to get this guy off death row. And the fact is, that's just not realistic at all. Like, DAs don't even get into prob- trouble when they kill innocent people. So the idea that she's going to get someone who it turns out didn't do it off death row, that she's going to suffer a career blowback for that. That's insane. That's just, that's just not true. This
1: is, this is where the insanity comes, right? You're right. That this shows her insecurity in her position. Mm -hmm. Still years after this guy's been on death row for 20 years. Yeah. And she's still insecure about her positions.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So you could look at it from that way. Yes, she's being unreasonable about that. Oh yeah. And
0: if it were, and if it were just her being paranoid, that'd be one thing. But at the end of the episode, she yeah, is. That's
1: that's what I'm going yeah, to. That's she's what I was going to say. She's going to have this review of her career and stuff. So this is destroyed. Now that is probably no, and that is sort really of funny. unreal because. She's just asking the governor, even for
0: a stay. Like she wasn't going to look into it.
1: To look into it, she didn't ask for us st- for to get him uh, off to get him yeah, to
0: do a part. Uh, yeah, for the governor to to do a pardon. She just no, asked for a stay to look into it. Yes. This is not enough to trigger a review of your entire career.
1: Career, not no, and that was that was one of the few things when they had to do that to break them up.
0: Yeah. No, you're right.
1: Or at least, and maybe they'll get back together again we'll by see. episode 10, but they had to do this, yeah. right? So It's just, um, in an
0: episode that gets so much right, I was a little annoyed that, you know, that that is kind of <laughs> false. But then again, I'm just very sensitive of anything that suggests that uh, cops ever suffer consequences in real life. Because, you know, it's a bad message to send to people watching these shows because then they think the justice system works. But it doesn't, and never forget that. All right. (laughs) So then we see them out for their walk, uh, Tyler and Garcia. And he is talking about how this is right where his sister used to work. And she notices that the bar she the sister used to work at, was right on Oak Street. And then she's like, but it didn't used to be called Oak Street. And then she no, no, realizes something. No, she doesn't say something. that. She does. She, she doesn't says it say didn't that. used she to just be but She just looks. She also says looks. it didn't used to be called Oak Street. But it doesn't matter. The point is, she sees Oak Street, she remembers something, and then she has to run off and uh, go back to work and tell them what she's figured out. But first, she does kiss Tyler, because finally, they're paying off this chemistry we've had for the past three episodes.
1: <laughs> yeah, and... I guess gives she must give him the key. Yeah, oh, yeah she gives, she gives him the keys. the keys to
0: the apartment which is also apartment, nice. So he
1: can go back there but she yeah. has to do this. Yeah, she and has, she has doesn't to run to tell him what it is. No, she says he has to get know back what to work. it is.
0: No, okay. we don't. And then we get back. <laughs> then we get back and we go to the uh, we go back to the office. This is the scene where Tara and her girlfriend break up and we hear about, you know, her having the career problem. And now we get to I mean, the thing is, all right, it is such a preposterous idea. (laughs) Like, the most preposterous thing you have ever heard in your life is the connection. Like, the connection is, it's crazy, like, the dumbest thing I've ever heard on this show. So here's what she figures out.
1: (laughs) I, I okay. thought it was
0: wonderful. What I'm the gonna, hell? You, you're not going to claim I'm wrong, though, right? No, not
1: gonna,
0: you're not going to defend it. Okay. No, good. no, I'm not. I'm as not long gonna as you're not going to defend it. it. <laughs> I just
1: thought it was wonderful. Just, all right. So here's seriously what and she did
0: on this okay, episode she, of television. She,
1: she didn't even need a computer to do it.
0: Well, no, she, but she remembered already, it all. She remembered it all, yes. All right. So. <laughs> She remembered that Oak Street used to be the end of Second Street. And what she remembered was every single person from the the planned abductions, right? So not just the random homeless people abductions, the planned abduction container too. On the last night they were seen, before their abductions, every single one had crossed a second street. Yeah. <laughs> So, the killer must be obsessed with Second Street for some reason. Okay.
1: I don't know when that will pay off. It will have to pay off, we hope, I at, hope some at some point. Because that is the most ludicrous thing the show has ever done. Okay. And I'm sitting here going, I was sitting there, so did he meet his wife on Second Street?
0: No, I mean, I think it maybe it has something to do with what happened to his parents. Is my is going to be my? Well, you want my guess? It's something to do with what happened to his parents. uh
1: I, but, Well, maybe, but I've got, I've got, the, yeah, that the whole business with the parents. Well, we'll get well, to the, yeah, let, let's the talk next about that. Yeah, that's that the later. next scene. That's
0: the next scene. That's the next scene. So we'll get there in a second. But I just want to point out that I cannot express how much respect I have for the show making a major plot point, a point out of something so obscure from Criminal Minds trivia. Now, uh, if you watch the show, <laughs> you will remember that, uh, basically what would happen was the writers would like read something interesting on a snapple cap or something. Yeah. Like a one fun factoid. And then they would say, oh, well, that'll be something for Reed to say. And so Reed would constantly just be spouting these random pieces of information that had nothing to do with the case they were working on. And so one of these factoids they gave to Reed was him saying, hey, do you know what the most uh, common name for a street in America is? It's second. Str- it's second street because everything has a first street, but those first streets eventually get named, or renamed something like Main Street or Bank Street. So it ends up being Second Street is the most popular name for a street in America. <laughs> and they took that random factoid that Reed said once, however many years ago, and have made it a key part of the plot of this season. <laughs> And who isn't charmed by that? Oh, you know. Oh, my
1: God. (laughs) It's so silly. Well, it is silly. Yeah. There's no question that it's silly because everything we have seen about Voight is that there is nothing like that. No. You know, I mean, yes, we're getting more insight into him, but I guess hopefully they will come up with with a
0: really good reason why it's Second Street. Yeah. Because Before the 10th <laughs> episode. It's just so preposterous, the idea that she, in that amount of time, so she's found all these victims, and you're telling me they only found out these existed, this victims existed a tiny amount of time ago. And you're telling me all in today, like right, just today, not only have you identified all of the victims, but you knew enough about all of the, those victims' movements... That you were able to pinpoint that every single one of them crossed Second Street on the sa- on the way to getting abducted? This there is, was no the problem CT- is. CTV, you know. <laughs> Back when all of these crimes were being committed. But again, like, you don't even know when most of these people were abducted yet, or how, or anything. You have no information. I know. Just the, Again, and I know this is entirely because someone told them this episode all had to be set in one day because they wanted their story and what Voight was up to to be happening at the exact same time. But you know what? You don't have to literally edit things together. Voight could have, like, the one day of Voight's life could have happened during three weeks of the other character's life. Don't don't make things more complicated. You think the audience would have had trouble with them? You think the audience would have trouble? I don't want that
1: suggestion. Okay. That's all. I don't want that suggestion. <laughs> all right. You know that, that 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 would make my mind go walk Wonka, Wonka, Wonka. No, no, no. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Apparently, that might be too confusing for people. Yes. And I, no, apologize. I mean,
1: but for it to happen over the the, the problem is yes. It it's but there's no.
0: No, the 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 only solution would be more complicated. Well, No, the fix would require them to do a, a kind of thing with editing and storytelling that they've never attempted before that, you know, you have to be very, you have to be very careful to pull something like that off Yeah, and it wouldn't be easy to do. And I think they just went for story clarity, even though story clarity ended up making stuff. Like a ludicrous amount of things are packed into this day, and and what I'm
1: saying is that I'm happy with story clarity.
0: Okay, remember,
1: I remember, we remember, yes. I remember, Criminal Minds for the first fifteen seasons. I know, I know, and the we last know how it are three or could, four seasons. I know, we know how
0: bad it can be. You're right, we know how bad you know, it can and get. are not paying attention. and they have come so
1: far. They really they have. have come so far. Stop.
0: Yeah. All right, so uh now we get to the final season of the episode and once again it ends with a banger. Just oh. fantastic, fantastic scene. He goes to kill his uncle. And, well, here's the thing yeah. is when he's driving up, well no, you've missed the
1: whole business though with with um David talking about family. Oh yeah, yeah. And that they're going to be able to find his family. Oh, yes. Maybe he's got. You you've missed that whole part. I did part skip that over that important. part
0: because I found it so pointedly ridiculous. Well no, no, it's not it, pointedly. It, it, it is, is pointed. No, no, but it's well, ridiculous it that is. David could look at the fact that he's now killing people who yes, have and families yes. and to d- d- determine, oh, he must have a wife and children. There is no conceivable way you could make that leap. And then no, but David no, then says no, family is going to get you. Yeah.
1: Yes. No, I agree with you. I thought it was ridiculous, but you still have to talk about it because that's that's a key that's a key revelation that they've come to that's going to catch this guy. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And it is a
1: theme of this particular episode. Yeah,
0: that family f- is at the core of all of this.
1: Yeah. Yes. So and what, what he's doing, so Voight is driving back. We now find we, we find him coming back to the house where he was raised. Yep. After he was about eight years old. Because mm-hmm. he's about eight years
0: old, I eight guess. Eight or ten, something like that. Who knows? Yeah.
1: And um, he's back there, and I'm going, oh, don't tell me he's still alive. Of
0: course he is. Why okay, else have we been driving back there the whole time?
1: By the way, and we also forgot the fact that um, um, how they found, what, Maria?
0: Yeah. No, that... that. Oh, yeah, no, they, te- they mention in passing that,
1: that, that Maria... Met
0: yeah, that Maria, that both the guy and his lover assume that Cyrus was the one who was doing this and was the actual killer. Right? Yes, because- that he, was obs- he used to sell them guns and he was obsessed with Maria and he knew that we were in a relationship, so he's the only person who makes sense. So, yes,
1: Yeah,
0: yeah we forgot
1: that little because that is important. No, that
0: is important. You're absolutely right.
1: Yeah. So they've got a name Cyrus and they knew that Cyrus was a small-time drug dealer. Gun dealer. Oh, gun dealer. Yeah. What did I say? Drugs. D- gun dealer. Right. It's a normal so anyway. Thing to say. Yeah. So you see him going to the house, and I'm going, "Don't tell me Cyrus is still
0: alive." Oh yeah, man, he's and going low there to and clean behold, up those loose ends.
1: <laughs> Lo and behold, not only is alive, but this is the first time he's come back in, in 20, twenty years. years.
0: Yeah. Because he's shutting everything down, and he needs to cut all links to himself. Which begs the question, how did he get the naproxen in his drip? Well, I assume he sneaked in earlier while Cyrus was asleep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: I think that's what we have to assume. But, but you're right, but that, is, that does come kind of out of left field. You're not like, right. like
1: I, I, I heard him say that. He says, well.
0: Yep. And, I put naproxen tro- in but, your drip. But, I've already murdered you.
1: Our visual, our visual is of this is the first time he's come back,
0: I know, but we were misled, yes, okay <laughs> actually, technically, it uh, technically, what we see is we see him drive up and we see him walk into the house, and then two scenes later, we see him enter the house. Now, we don't know that those are exactly temporary linked, so that temporally linked. So the first time he drove up could have been when Cyrus was napping earlier and he poisoned the thing, and now we're seeing him arrive. The second time. Again, that could just be them using editing to mislead us. Okay. Yeah. Eh, I didn't think about it that way, did you? No, I didn't. So it could be they were just uh, outsmarting us a little on that front. (laughs) We'll give him that one. Wouldn't be the first time. No. Uh, But yeah, then we have the great scene. Uh, Then we have this great scene between the two of them where he starts, you know, talking to his uncle about how, It's all of his life is his uncle's fault. And he could have had a real life if it weren't for him being destroyed by his monstrous uncle Cyrus. And obviously there's some truth to that. His uncle's a monster. But then his uncle hits back with, no, being evil is in our blood. Mm -hmm. And he says, need I remind you of the real reason you came into my custody? And so, boom. That right? kind of suggests he killed his parents.
1: Yeah. And No, it does. So what did he do? Burn the house down? Did he kill his parents? But given how monstrous Cyrus is, I can imagine that his parents were also monstrous. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me.
0: Okay. It wouldn't shock me at all.
1: They might not have been serial killers, but I suspect they were highly
0: abusive. Oh, God. Like, look at, as you say- do, do you think you're going to end up in a situation where one uh, like one sibling is a monstrous serial killer and the other sibling is just hunky-dory? <laughs> do you think that
1: happens a ton? Well, no, Cyrus is his uncle.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about with siblings. Yeah. Meaning oh, yeah, with siblings, yeah. yes. Yeah, so Cyrus is an absolute monster. Monster, so. so
1: consequently his parents were probably monsters and he probably... Yeah. Killed them. And of course, nobody would have known about the abuse and therefore mm-hmm. they would have left him with his uncle.
0: Yep. Um, and then he then ended up it became an out of the frying pan into the fire type of situation. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like so this guy really did never had a chance uh, never had a chance because he killed his uh, he probably killed his parents thinking it yeah. was setting him free and he ended up in an even worse situation. Yeah. But
1: it's 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 interesting we don't know exactly how but that is the implication that he killed his parents.
0: Yeah, so. and it also creates the implication that he killed that cat and his and he was running away to keep from being discovered after having killed that cat. Cuz there's no why else is that cat in the closet with him. I mean if you think I'm over re, I'm reaching on that one let me know but I don't think I am.
1: Well, I hadn't thought that. Um because because again we've got the timeline issue that we don't know how long he's been with his uncle Cyrus. No.
0: But we know he's or running maybe. away from his uncle's place at the start. Now where
1: is? Yes. But yeah. we you know, we assume he's running away after from his uncle's place. Well, yeah. we don't oh, no, know think... it's his uncle. But yeah. in the beginning Mm-hmm. But yes, he's running away from his uncle's place. But who knows? Maybe his uncle was trying to get him to kill the cat and he wouldn't kill the cat.
0: Who knows? Yeah. I mean, that and is entirely then, possible too.
1: That's the other possibility that the cat was something that was his friend.
0: And the uncle wanted him to kill it as part of his serial killer training and he refused to do yes. it. And then he locked him in the closet with the dead cat. That's yeah, an, that, that is an entirely valid re- uh, reading of because, that scene. As well. Yeah, and the
1: only reason that I would, I would think that is because he is having a hard time even all along, like he is managing to have this other life. Yeah. With a wife, with two children, Mm -hmm. two daughters, and that part of his life is working okay because he has, of course, the outlet. Yeah. To get rid of the anger. And we saw him do that in Moose. Yep. Okay. Now, so the possibility is is that he was not a he may have killed his parents, but he may not have had those other those precursors. same
0: yeah precursors of the animal torture and whatnot and like the early serial killer stuff until his uncle got his hands on him.
1: Yes, and no, that, that is killing possible. his parents was a was something that he just did. He's 10 years old. Consequences are not exactly, and it was just one, one too many. I mean, we've seen other children
0: react that right, way, right? As
1: yep. they call them, uh, other children like that who have committed murder and then, but don't really understand what
0: the gravity of it.
1: Yeah, and the gravity of what they do and what they did. They're solving a now problem. Without yeah. thinking about anything else. And those children can, generally speaking, be, quote, rehabilitated or taught to work out why they did what they did. I mean, it's not like yeah. you can ever it's get a It's like over that kid who that didn't did get a. It. It.
0: It's like in jan- the, the end of last year, the child who shot his mother in the face with a gun because he didn't get a toy for Christmas. Yeah. A thing that really happened in America this past year. And and I mean, then the question becomes why do you have a gun in the house?
1: Yeah. And that's the only question you can ask. Yeah. Because a normal kid would just get angry and yell and not and slam the door and go in their
0: room. Mm -hmm.
1: If you've got a gun, well, look at the, the, we've just got a couple of weeks ago, isn't it? A week ago, a a child that walked into the school and shot his teacher. Yeah.
0: Same exact kind of deal. Like, hey, we're mad at his teacher. Mommy has a gun.
1: Yeah. Mommy has a gun, so, and I did read that it's likely mommy's going to get charged. Well, Well, I would imagine, yeah. I would hope so. Um, But anyway, but to get away from that, I mean, so it could be that kind of a situation. It wouldn't shock me. And then there would be guilt over that, and he would buy his uncle's argument. Oh, yeah. And he did the learned helplessness thing with it. The uncle Mm -hmm. was the only person he really interacted with. It didn't seem that he went a lot to school.
0: It does. I mean, if you're being your uh, uncle, your serial killer uncle's assistant, I can't imagine how much of a social life you had.
1: Yeah, but he did learn. I mean, but he did learn to read because we did see him reading reading one of David's book and (laughs) all of those things. So he might have actually still gone to school and already then learned how to keep these two lives separate. Yeah, that wouldn't shock me. You know, I mean, you can you can actually spin a, a bigger story about one of the things he learned when he was living with his uncle was how to maintain a normal Yeah, facade, two separate
0: lives, essentially.
1: Two separate lives, which then he just continued when he left his uncle. Yeah. No, that wouldn't and shock me
0: at all, if that's no, the way they go with it.
1: So it, it, it is possible, but what it is is believable. They bring up the uncle's idea. Now, if they stay with this, the idea that I've come up with, right, which is where they need to go f- for me to be really happy and that they have finally picked a side. Because remember, <laughs> that was our the big argument.
0: Make a decision of whether it's nature or nurture.
1: Anger. Is it nature or nurture? And criminal minds could never make up its mind yep. where it fell on that side. This seems to be falling on the side that it is nurture. Yeah. Right. That is going to create the end result. So as long as I stick with that, I don't care that his uncle says not. You're your a bad blood. seed.
0: Yeah. You're a bad seed. Yeah. Cause his uncle can think that as a way of justifying what happened to him.
1: Yes. And, and the boy would have believed him Voight, as a boy would have believed him because he'd killed his parents. Yeah. I mean, that's the implication we have. So yes, he killed his parents That could have been dealt with very differently, but he ended up with a serial killing uncle who then trained him to be a serial killer. And Mm -hmm. he could never get that out of his head. He wanted to be normal. Yes, The implication you're getting here, which is why he's starting to get those flashbacks and he is starting to sort of fall apart. So I don't know where they're going with it, um, but I'm right there on the journey.
0: Super desperate to find out. In fact,
1: Yes, yes. And I'm very happy. Well, I mean, I'm really happy up to this point to the end of season, the end of episode six. Um, yeah, we've got all these problems. And yeah, you've got the, the timeline issue. Yeah, okay. And, and the Second Street is too funny. It is. Uh, for words. And hopefully they will explain why he always abducted on Second Street.
0: Or just past Second Street, because they all crossed a Second Street before getting abducted.
1: How the hell she knew that? I don't know.
0: (laughs) They already had a complete, accurate mapping of the last six hours of everybody's day before they disappeared, just sitting on the computer, ready to go.
1: (laughs) You know, what?
0: what? You didn't even know who disappeared until today. You didn't even know these people were missing until, like, that had been killed until today. Yeah, don't you know, tell me so, this information was just sitting there waiting to be used. You know, oh, I know. And I there know. were
1: pictures of, uh, you know, and he took pictures of all of them just before
0: he abducted <laughs> them. I don't think so. And even if he did, they didn't have all of the pictures. They just had a few. Yes, and 2nd Street, and you wouldn't always get a street sign. No, although that would be hilarious. If, well, no, he took a stalker picture of every single one always on 2nd Street for some reason.
1: <laughs> well, that would have actually... Made more sense
0: if he had been stalking. If he had only, picture, yeah. If he had only and, been sitting on Second Street and waited until he saw the right person on a Second Street. Yeah, and then yeah. he would take pictures of them. And so there that, were that actually makes more sense than all yes. of them crossed a Second Street on their way to getting abducted. <laughs> them, them, all of this, all of the photographs of being taken on a Second Street actually makes a lot more sense. Yeah, so we could have solved that a little
1: easier, (laughs) Uh, very easily. Actually, that one could be rather than trying to do the the multiple time things going on at the same time. That would have helped. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but anyway, so he's killed his. So he's killed Cyrus. Yep. And you see Cyrus die, and then he
0: just walks out. And that's so. What's he going to do? What the hell is he going to do now? He shut everything down. Can he actually get away with shutting? Like, can he actually control his urges? Right? Yeah, well, no. <laughs> and uh, it's funny because Cyrus's final moments is that family will get you killed. Yes. And that's the key part. And because Cyrus and David are saying the exact same thing. Same thing. We know David, the brilliant
1: profiler.
0: <laughs> yeah. Although it's not great There's... that he's he, he and a serial killer feel exactly the same way about things. Not looking great for David. But it does suggest that that is definitely where the last four episodes are heading. Yes. Like they're so making a statement that this is where it's going and I'm very excited to watch it get there.
1: Mhm. Yeah, well, it's because the, and they know that the that that's the funny thing. He could he wouldn't have any of I could see him having more than one of them. What do you mean? Like more than one buried
0: oh uh, container?
1: Container. Like For more than bodies. two buried containers. Because I still go, right? If you go back and look at that, when he goes in to put the gasoline to blow it up, yeah, okay, that looks entirely different than the container we find that blows up.
0: Well, no, but it is the same container. Like that's just a question of decoration. No, it's supposed to be.
1: but I am telling you, there is a tree. Don't you remember? I remember. I'm had- just saying
0: it's an issue of set decoration rather than, you know, like they weren't able to do the same location for whatever reason. It's, I yeah, think well, that's what Well, you know, it there, is. Is,
1: there is CGI for
0: that. <laughs> yeah, but that costs money. You know, you don't spend but, you any know. money you don't have to. All these scenes are set at night. They assume that nobody's going to be watching as closely as we are.
1: <laughs> as and we I are. think that's
0: usually true.
1: And usually, yes, usually that's true. But that was a big friggin' tree.
0: I agree with you. I'm I just saying that might he- be something you don't have to read anything into. <laughs> I know. how It's like if the tree was that big, you'd think the roots would have gotten in the way of digging the hole for that container. That's,
1: yeah, that's yeah, exactly I what I thought you. when I saw it the first time. <laughs> this This one in episode five, makes more sense. Oh, totally. 100%. Because, you know, there's an empty ground in the rest of it. All around. Although, it. I would have thought that he, yes, never mind. We're going back to complaining about that thing. You would have thought they would have, he would have covered the... doors the a thing. little better.
0: Except, again, he was planning for that guy's body to be in there and for them to find oh, yeah. it. He was That's planning true. for them to find it at that point. They just got there earlier than he thought they would. Yeah. all right so uh that's gonna be that for this week we cannot wait for next friday's episode that's right unlike all y'all we have to watch it on friday uh yeah. but it should be a ton of fun waiting for it uh for now though if you have any questions if you have any comments if there's any profiling related fiction you'd like us to check out drop us a line at profiling at gmail.com We would love to hear from you. Uh, If you were listening to this on some sort of an app or podcast, be sure to rate and review it. That's how people find out about the show. We'll see you back here next week for the new episode. But until then, I'll say that's right. Au revoir. And have a good week. Profiling Criminal Minds is a member of the Kinks Podcasting Network.